Welcome to episode 142 of True to Size. One take Drake. One take Drake. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the team. Yes, team. We're back together at Canada Got Soul. Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo. Mr. Alvin Martinez. Yo. And... Are you guys ready? It's been oh. a while since we've had it's some guests. It's been a while. It's been a minute. First up... She's an NBA champion. I know because I saw her in the parade. <laughs> and if you catch her on the court, just know that jumper smooth as suede. Jeez. Not a jack of all <laughs> trades, but a master of all things. Give it up for Shelby Weaver. Girl, show him the ring. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and we even got the air horn. <laughs> Shelby, thank you for being here. Here's the other person. <laughs> <laughs> and the one who did the intro. Next. She goes by baby Baon because she packs her fits to go. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've seen her down on Queen West, then you already know. She's got a lot going on. Her resume ain't too shabby. It's our sister from another mister. Say what up to Abby. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> thank you both for being here. We super appreciate it. We're very excited mm-hmm. to have you. For uh, anybody listening, um, Shelby is one of a couple of the masterminds behind Mac House, Mac House Mac Co. Yep. And uh, both Abby and Shelby are both some of the masterminds behind the upcoming Make Way Shop. In Toronto, Makeway Co. Correct, so I don't so I don't get it wrong. Make just make way, make way, and that's a, way, that's going to be the theme for, I think way. for the show. Just make way, just make way, um, make way. Coming to Toronto very soon, so we're going to close the show by getting all up into that. First, we've got an awesome show this week. We're going to fly through our regular segments with a new fire round contributant, some Ball Brothers news because it was a slow week in news, and we're going to get into some Halloween spirit with this week's NSR. Then, because it's Albie and Shelby's first time on the show, they both get to play Canada's number one ranked game show, <laughs> 21 Guest Gins. <laughs> then we're going to learn all about their newest joint venture, Make Way Toronto. But first, Alvin. <sighs> fire round. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from a new contributor. Okay. Nabiliard. Nabiliard. Kind of new. Kinda new. Not the same person we've had for the last three weeks, so True. new in that sense. He says, Sup, CGS team, I thought now may be a good time to try and dethrone my esteemed colleague. Weekends with Walt. Major Ooh. respect on his AJ3 collection. So here's my question. Every sneakerhead has sneakers that remind them of good times and happy memories. In the spirit of Halloween, though, I want to know if you have any pairs that's strongly connected with a spooky memory. Oh, so what's a pair that has a story behind it, but a negative story? 
He says the more Halloween-esque the memory, the better. But a simple example might be just a pair of sneakers that closely associate with bad luck. He says, for me, there's a pair of Tinker 3s that I love, but haven't had the best of luck wearing on dates. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he says, keep up the amazing work on the pod. Uh, so while you guys think, I will go first. And I don't have a spooky story. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, no negative date stories with any sneakers. The only thing I can think of is when I wore the uh, Ginger 16s to the opening party of 306, the strap broke because mm. they're from like 2001. They mm. completely like just, just exploded yeah. yeah, while I was at the party. So I had to carry around the shroud for the whole party. So that was really annoying. And that's the only like spooky, sad, negative. That's not even scary. Yeah, it's bro. not scary. <laughs> I just don't want me scare out. If you guys have a scary story, that's great. But that's the scariest thing that's happened to me wearing shoes. All right, Alvin, I expect a lot. What's your scary story then? Uh, so that story I had when I was in Banff and I got chased by the ghost after going to the gym, I was wearing my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was Banff. wearing my black cement threes, but like, you know, <laughs> I still wear them all the time. I just feel like I have to look behind my shoulder. And <laughs> was it chasing you or was it chasing the black cement threes? That's going to be the question now. Ooh, that make, I'm going to wear shitty shoes next time I go to the gym. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, Joel, any spooky story with shoes? Man, I don't have any spooky stories with shoes. Negative stories? Negative. Um, I could probably think of... It's the same thing, too, with the black cement threes. But mine were from Owendo. Uh. And then I wore them and then I just felt like... Like I would lift up my foot, and it would felt like it felt like my felt like my foot was still on the ground. You know what I mean? So I lift it up, and I look down, and it's like talking to me. Like the sole <laughs> separated from my foot because they're so old. I guess that's like spooky. I don't know. <laughs> your shoe, your shoe turned into a monster. Yeah, and started it talking disintegrated to you. as well. We're not good at this. So, um, yeah. Abby, try and save us, please. Do you have a spooky story? Spooky. Negative story negative dating experience in a pair of sneakers first of all all my experiences dating are negative so oh. just kidding um, <laughs> no I think, well i only have one uh like it's not really negative but the one pair of shoes that kept breaking on me and i kept buying them again and again and again and again <laughs> With the Zoom flights ninety six, mm-hmm. I just, like, kept wanting to wear them when I played basketball, and I wasn't like particularly a good basketball player, so maybe that's the part. Maybe that I shouldn't play basketball. So. Yeah, that's that. That's that. Not a not a good basketball player, just a frequent basketball player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. That's Abby. it. Yeah, that's it. she's still practicing. She'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Shelby, what about you? Any uh, negative connotations associated with any of your sneakers? I'm trying to think. I only ever rolled my ankles playing basketball in LeBron's. So oh, I don't, no, I don't LeBron's, wear those anymore. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm not talking about new LeBron's. Like I'm talking about like. The original, the like Zoom LeBron mm. twos and threes, like that mm. era. The bulky ones, yeah, the big clunky yeah, heavy ones. Strap and everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I still my ankles. Jeez. I also had um, I also had a pair of Air Jordan Seven sweaters that like a guy was getting gave to me, and then I like found them again recently, so I fixed them. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's like a go. positive story. I, ca- I count that as a that's positive a story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you 
profited. I like that. Um, if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, just like Nabiliard, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up, the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Say très joli. And I'm going to show our guests how it's done, and I'm going to go first because that's what I do. And my pick this week is, since we're at spooky season, once it's October 1st, it's spooky season. My pick is the Skeleton Orange Air Force One Low that's coming out uh, very soon. So this is like the third one they've done of this Skeleton Air Force One now. They did the white one first in 2018. They did the black one last year, and now they're doing the orange, which I think by far is my favorite. Total orange upper with the skeleton motif on the medial and lateral side, and then a full glow midsole and outsole. Uh, I've seen Joel's pair of the white version and the quality looks dope they look Mm -hmm. amazing on foot so i really like these i really like orange shoes just in general so i'm like super down for these i'm gonna call them just a cute because i'm trying to be more selective and not hoard sneakers like crazy um just cute for me but i like these things coming out uh this month october 28th keep your eyes peeled up peel your oranges if you will (laughs) um (laughs) uh joel what do you got um mine is an air force one low as well um, what it's a biter. It's the it's the toll free uh, Air Force One. Oh, those are sick. They're sick, right? <laughs> so you got one eight hundred on the top. Today on my phone. Oh, <laughs> nice. But you got like one eight hundred um, on the top uh, where the Nike Air branding is supposed to be on the tongue. Um, it's all throughout the shoe. The sock liner on the outside of the shoe. You got like toll free. Um, you know, call now today. It's all over the shoe. Um, it's all bold letters. I, I'm gonna guess it's like a 3M oh, that'll yeah. reflect Jeez. because there's a black pair, a black high pair. Mm. Um, that that reflects like the 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 black lettering. It it it's 3M, so it it, it reflects the uh, the wording today and and whatnot. So it's 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 got the 1800 on the heel tab. Um, it's predominantly white. Um, it's got the gray swoosh. It's got the patina midsole. Mm. It looks like a white sole. So the, the colors blend all together. Yeah. Um, it's got the Air Force One lace dubray. They're so cool. And like the buttons, like the payphone button. buttons. Yeah, exactly. So it's got like that, all the details you can imagine all into this one shoe. Um, the, the leather looks supple, but yeah, super, super cute for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. no, no, I, I haven't seen any, uh, uh, release date yet. Maybe Shelby knows. <laughs> I think they said like just dis- like holidays. They said it, w- okay. it wasn't like a close release, but I saw those today. And I literally screenshot. I was like, I need those. Yeah, <laughs> they're so cool. cool. Uh, Alvin, what do you got? I got the uh, Salehi Bembry New Balance 2002 R. Also very fall slash Halloween ish themed. Um, super dope shoe. Suede looks super supple. And like just the color combination of orange with that yellow, and then the N is like a like a light blue. Yeah, it's it's dope, man. Um, obviously, quality is gonna be on point. It's gonna be two hundred USD. Uh, unfortunately, steep. But I mean, it's New Balance. New Balance is expensive. That's true. Fuck. We've paid more for shoes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they're, they're supposed to drop tomorrow, October third, or yesterday, October third. If you're listening to the pod, October third. 23rd. Oh, 23rd. Like... My bad. 
My bad. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these are like a cute too, cause you know, cause money. Christmas is coming. I gotta dress up for Halloween, like <laughs> to, to to go absolutely nowhere. To go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Abby, did you bring us a pick this week? Does it have to be this week? No, 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 any, no, no, any no, no, week. no. It could have been last week. It could be next year. It yeah. could be never. Well, in the in spirit of Shelby and I and Make Way, Whoop. I'm going to go with two. Okay, oh. let's go. Well, you better not take one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a way we could whisper to each other right now. <laughs> text it, text it. Um. <laughs> One is uh, my one of my favorite silhouettes, the blazer, but with a Naomi Osaka and Conde mm, Garcon. Jeez, those are yeah. From an everything perspective, I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whatever they're gonna look like, the ambush dunks. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah! I'm Crazy. literally I, every time I look at them, I'm like, if I don't have these, I'm some things are going to be thrown. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Very excited, but mostly the pink ones. I really like the pink ones. <clears throat> I, I'm a big fan of the snippets I've seen of that sneaker. Like mm-hmm. you said, whatever they look like. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, Shelby, what do you got? So the Ambush Dunks was one of mine. So ah. as usual, Abby and I are on Teeth. the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm excited about the... Um, Ultra Boost, the, the Neon Ultra Boost with like the gum sole oh, that are yeah. part of the Ivy Park collection. That yes, yeah. those are crazy. Ultra Boost was like the first Adidas shoe in like many years that like pulled me back into Adidas when I was working in the G League because that was like they were our sponsor and Ultra Boost was like one of the shoes that you could get. Mm. And like I killed all the Ultra Boosts in that season. And Jeez. so that pulled me back to Adidas like after not wearing Adidas for a long time. So anything. Anything to do with Beyonce also is yeah. a mm-hmm. win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Bay, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I no. love that whole Ivy Park 2.0 thing. That they're, oh, crazy. so good. So like, good. The apparel is crazy. Like, everything yeah. about it is just cool. I wish they were doing more. Like, yeah. it seems like it's so few and far between that they're actually doing any Ivy Park Beyonce stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be like, I wish it was like a Yeezy where it was like every month you were getting a Beyonce collaboration. Yeah. Like, they need to pump it out. Yeah whatever next up <laughs> i don't work at, i don't i don't work at adidas <laughs> next up this weekend kicks this is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers and like i said slow weekend news when you're talking about the ball brothers but Lamelo ball signs a signature shoe deal Ooh, we'll wait for the applause from the gallery for that one yeah so potential number one overall pick in the whenever it happens nba draft Lamelo ball has inked a multi-year shoe deal with Puma. Oh, yeah. Oh, Very yeah. interesting. So the 19-year-old mm-hmm. yeah, has joined uh, the ranks of Kyle Kuzma, RJ Barrett, represent Marcus Smart, and Danny Green kind of represent. As Puma <laughs> tries to make their own kinda little foothold in the performance basketball market, um, this comes off news that Lonzo Ball and LaMelo have decided to part ways with their father's quote-unquote company big baller brand Mm -hmm. so hopefully likely we'll see spells the end for the uh bbb saga altogether i would like to see it go away forever yeah i don't know how it's still around but anyways (laughs) whatever good for good for Lamelo. we'll see where he goes in the draft of 2000 
XXX whenever mm-hmm. whenever the draft actually happens. Yeah. Uh, next up, previously in kicks, this is the part of the show where we discuss our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Uh, slow week for me, Alvin. Anything for you? Yeah, sorta. Sorta. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Um. <laughs> so last weekend, I took a bunch of L's. So I went to get some of my tattoo done up. Um, and then this week, today actually, Adidas sent us um, the Haiti XZX ZX 7000 uh, sneakers, which are, are cool. like super dope. Love yeah. that pink and purple on there. It's in collaboration um, with a bubble tea store. Bubble tea. It's like Who a crazy tea that? spot, bro. Like, yeah. go, that's like on our bucket list of Canada Got Soul trips. Because um, that, that spot looks crazy. Uh, looks bougie. But, like, the drinks look really good, so we have to try We're it. We're bougie, so it's fine. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then we also got the, uh, oh, my God, the Ninja uh, ZX Torsions. So Ninja's like a gamer dude. Yeah. Who he's got not famous a, off of uh, Fortnite. Like, it's crazy. Contrary yeah. to popular belief, he's not an actual ninja. He's a ninja on Fortnite, though. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> sure. But that's it. But he's not a real ninja. But it's cool, man. Like, it's, it's a dope collabo. Like, I think they're trying to get into, like, that Esports. scene. Mm-hmm. Um and like let's face it like gamers wear sneakers too no yeah. gamers Sometimes. are also very obsessive just like sneakerheads it's like a yeah. very bit much a meld of yeah. uh yeah. niches yeah Facts. for sure so mm-hmm. i mean it was a good combo but it's a, it's a dope shoe too so when i looked into this ninja guy cuz i mean like i feel like i've heard of him the the thing uh, i yeah. found most impressive about him aside from his millions of followers and probably millions of dollars <laughs> is is the fact that he w- he was able to get at ninja on instagram just at ninja Facts. that's wow. really impressive yeah that's really impressive like what mm. like adidas collab cool whatever he has at ninja <laughs> what <That's> crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh joel anything for you this week no nada nothing, nothing for joel nothing i for so me. i also got the zx torsion today I, I forgot about it and i also won a, a random box from netmag so i got uh, a reigning champ hoodie in their mystery box and he also sent jill a t-shirt a cdg t-shirt which nice. was very generous I nice i wish i got the cdg t-shirt and she got the whatever it doesn't matter she's probably taking the hoodie anyway <laughs> yeah she's gonna take both of the items yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah a size small cdg shirt would not fit me so i guess <laughs> yeah. it's better that way uh abby any pickups in the last couple weeks um uh i've been wearing actually yes but they're not like new new but i've been wearing these every single day <laughs> Oh, the Homer Simpsons. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, my North Face thermal balls. But yeah, Ooh, nice. every day, all day. Um, I don't leave the house anymore. So facts. not, you know, that that's okay. But I did want to get the ISPA Drift Gators. Oh, yeah. I'm like obsessed with those. But I also don't know if I'm ever going to like, I don't know. I also don't know if I need them right now. So I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't plan on leaving the house, it would not make sense to get uh <laughs> any other footwear except for the sleeping bag on your foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh Shelby, anything for you in the last couple weeks? Um not oh, I did come across a pair of the Jordan 5 off-whites. Oh, okay. The last couple of days, which I wasn't probably gonna go for but um now that i've seen them i'm like okay these are yeah they're like way nicer than what i thought they were gonna be okay. and yeah i'm very excited about them so that would probably be 
probably the only thing. I'm definitely need a new pair of Air Force Ones. Mine are starting to look pretty gummy. <laughs> because that's literally the only thing I've been wearing to leave the house is like Air Force Ones. So, you know, I- trying to you know, trying to keep it reasonable. I'm trying to like focus a little bit more. I have so many sneakers now that, you know, I'm trying to manage what I bring in and, mm-hmm. you know, one, the one pair in one pair out rule at this point, because we're running out of space here. Yeah. So. yeah. I don't know if you know this, but uh, vintage and dirty shoes now is like the wave. Super so you cool. could probably sell those air forces for more now that they're a little bit worn in and call them vintage. <laughs> I think they're like maybe even like too vintage for vintage. <laughs> If a vintage store has to clean the shoe, then I think yeah, they might be too far gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. they're, they're definitely, they're definitely there. Maybe <laughs> to like a person that loves feet. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of that. Because a lot of people do that. A lot of people like sell weird things on the internet. She's not wrong. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Alvin, I don't know how to work this. Do you know how to mute Abby? And I can just, <laughs> when when it's her turn, I'll just unmute her. <laughs> Abby and I both have side, a lot of side hustles. But that's Abby. <laughs> she sells her really worn sneakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how much are you going to chop those sleeping bag shoes for, Abby? <laughs> She's definitely going barefoot in those. Real floppy. Real Saucy. Saucy. I never want to hear a shoe described as saucy ever again. (laughs) We're going to move on. (laughs) Next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. Ladies, zero context or discussion. (laughs) All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. This week's topic is... Wearing the hang tag while you wear the shoe. <laughs> Alvin, thumbs up, thumbs down. Down. <laughs> Joel, thumbs up, thumbs down. Down. I'm also thumbs down. Abby. Down. Shelby. All the way down. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> glad we're all in agreement there. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot, so in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds-ish we're going to extend it because we have two guests out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And I feel like this topic can be game-changing friendship-wise and just like how I see you as a person-wise. So I want to know, what is your favorite Halloween movie? It's spooky season now. Oh, and there's really only like one right answer to this question. I need to know, favorite Halloween movie, Alvin. Halloween. Real original. Like the series. <laughs> Which one? Isn't there a couple? I'm not a horror movie person. I am. Is there but several was, Halloweens? Yeah, there's tons. Okay, so just Halloween. They like made remakes and like it's great. Yeah. Is Halloween the one with Michael Myers? The guy with the mask. Yeah. 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 Michael My- Mike My- Michael Myers. Michael Mike Myers, Myers is There's Canadian also Freddy Sli- Krueger, but I like okay. Halloween. That's a nightmare better. though. Night yeah. Okay, so Joel, what about you? I'm going to go way back. I'm going to say like Children of the Corn. Ooh, oh my goodness. That's a hey. Good one, bro. I say that, but I've never seen it. Oh no. God. Yo, that's scary, bro. <laughs> so for me, favorite yeah. Halloween movie, because I don't like horror movies, is Nightmare Before Christmas. I knew it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only right answer. And I will not hear anything else. Night Before Christmas. It's um, a Christmas movie. It's, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Halloween movie. They live in Halloween town. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Abby, what about you? Favorite Halloween movie? I don't even know if I could think of one. We just named three. 
I know, but you told me them. <laughs> I don't like. I don't really like scary movies. Oh. Is Labyrinth a Halloween movie? Is what? Labyrinth with David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great movie from the eighties, and he—it's not a Halloween movie, but he's dressed up. So you know what? It's a dress-up movie. <laughs> All right, got yeah, it. Take it. Yeah, we'll sure. take Next week we'll do favorite <laughs> favorite dress up movies. Will be next week. <laughs> uh, Shelby, do you have a real answer to the question, or just? Uh... <laughs> I don't love scary movies, but my favorite Halloween movie is Hocus Pocus. Oh, uh, that's, a that's a good one too. That's a good one too. I'll mess with Hocus Pocus. Have you Pocus. seen that? <laughs> that's a negative. That's a very Abby. That would be a movie you would like. Yeah. You would like it, Abby. And Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker. You would like it. It was good. I saw it last week. Is it a Halloween movie? Is what? It could be. It's like a witch movie, no? Oh. Yeah, it could I'm be. I'm going to the already. Yeah, your turn is over. You chose a movie with David Bowie. David Bowie. It's okay. We'll chop it out. No one will ever hear this episode. Don't even worry about it. They won't even know you were here. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> next up errors edits and e-messages we're pretty smart guys but from time to time we make mistakes so if you catch us slipping hit us in the dm and we'll let the world know that we goofed and two messages this week i really like this one um and this is from at sneaker top dog that's a very esteemed title he's given himself um and he says hi my name is igor and i live in italy no way. For many summers, I worked in TO at U of T in the past. The city has my heart, and every time I have time, I go there. I'm also a Jordan collector. Every week, I listen to your podcast. Just a few words. Thank you for what you do and your friends and who are doing it. It's awesome. Thank you, and take care. Yo, Igor from Italy, though? That's hey, crazy. Igor, yo. I wish I knew an Italian word. We did have spaghetti for dinner, though. So, um, Jolly B? No. <laughs> 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 not, it was not made by a Filipino. Actual <laughs> spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> we had actual spaghetti. Actual. Oh, <laughs> we had regular spaghetti made by a Filipino, so take that yeah. how you will. It was a little bit sweeter than Igor's probably used to, but <laughs> yeah. for sure. it was good nonetheless. And next up from Sneaker Life Husband, A.A. <laughs> Ron. Mm-hmm. He says, because last week we, we mentioned Make Way Toronto. Because we were excited about it. And he wrote, and we called it, I think we said, we maybe a little bit boosted it a little bit. We said it might be the Globe's first uh, women's only sneaker boutique. And I think maybe we just weren't thinking at all because I'm sure there's been more. And he, we just wanted to big you guys up. You know, we yeah. tried to do our thing. He said, Makeway Toronto is not the first sneaker streetwear store in Toronto that focused on women's product. Community 54 actually tried to launch a sneakerhead streetwear boutique for women only. And then they would also invite uh, local women's clothing designers to showcase their clothing, much like the regular Community 54 in Parkdale. Um, he says the women's store was briefly located on the corner of Ossington and Dundas. True. So yeah. maybe... Shout out to Community 54, because that was a really cool space. Shout out to Community 54. They just do a lot of cool stuff in general. They're like a very like established, yeah, community, yeah, community 54. Um, But I can definitely with confidence say this is my new favorite women's specific sneakers and streetwear and things boutique. Maybe not the first, maybe hopefully not the last, but definitely my favorite. And with that being said, we are going to get into Canada's top ranked 
game show. 21 questions featuring our two guests today, Abby and Shelby. So, ladies, basically how this works, you're going to get 21 questions. They're going to be about you. They're going to be about sneakers. They're going to be about everything. And you have to give the first answer that pops into your head. Some of them will be for one of you specifically, and I'll let you know if it's for you only. If not, it's for both of you. And we'll do Shelby first because she's earned it, and then Abby after that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I'll, I'll ask the question, then Shelby, and then Abby. Got it? I got it, but I don't trust my brain enough. <laughs> they're, they're very easy questions. Yeah. <laughs> question number one, air or boost? Air. Abby, it's you now. <laughs> it's you now. <laughs> oh, I have you Oh, my God. Two. When I said they would never know you were here, I didn't mean you had to disappear. <laughs> it's okay, Abby. It's okay. I must have misexplained. I will ask the question, and then Shelby will oh, answer, no, and then Abby. Yes, you both have to answer. We're back. Abby, air or boost? <laughs> <laughs> that was the practice round. Question 1.1. 1. 1. <laughs> question 2, crew socks or no-shows? So it's supposed to be Shelby first and then Abby. That was Shelby. Oh, did Abby? No, Abby said it at the exact same time. (laughs) Abby now thinks it's a competition to answer as quickly as she can. (laughs) She's buzzing. She's hitting the buzzer. So, so once again, Abby. (laughs) Shelby's gonna answer, and then you're gonna answer. <laughs> Did I get crew socks from both of you? Is that what I heard? Yes. I heard no, no? shows. I heard, oh, I heard no shows. shows. You said no shows. Abby, what did you say? Crew socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not what uh, not Abby, what did you say? Abby, what did you blurt out? <laughs> <laughs> question <Yeah>. number <laughs> Question number 3. Red or blue? Red. <laughs> Jeez, I thought you guys were friends. There's been a lot of different answers so far. I don't wear color, so <laughs> that's not the best question for me. The person who said wearing they don't wear color is <laughs> wearing an orange hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. The WNBA hoodie. WNBA, what up? Yeah, shout out WNBA. Question number four, pineapple on pizza? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. We're, we're back on track. Yeah. Question number five, Jordan 1s or Dunks? Ones. Dunks. Oof. There we go. I like the. I like that. Question number six, Abby. This is just for you. What is twenty four times twelve? Oh, what? <laughs> Carry the two. I honestly have no idea. Incorrect oh. answer. The correct answer is two hundred and eighty eight. Holy! You were close. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven. This is for both of you. Laces tied tight in a bow or hanging loose? Side tight in a bow. In a bow, tight. Question number eight, Shelby, this is for you. What is 12 times 24? 288. Oh, my goodness. We got a math genius on the podcast. Look at this. This is incredible. Question number nine, glow in the dark or 3M? 3M. 3M. There we go. Question number 10, Air Max 1 or Air Max 90? 90. One. Ooh. Ooh. Question number 11, Shelby. This is just for you. Milk, then cereal, or cereal, then milk? 
cereal than milk. Correct. Mm. Question number 12 for both of you. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? That was a very startled face that Shelby just gave. <laughs> it's not an easy question. <laughs> it's not an easy question. <laughs> that's thought-provoking right there. Yeah, that's a, that's a thought-provoking one. Most influential in sneaker culture or for me personally? You can take the question however you will. If it's sneaker culture, I'd say Virgil. True. That's a fair answer. Uh, Abby, what about you? Most influential person in sneakers right now? Um, I mean, I think just legacy-wise, it would have to just be Michael Jordan forever and ever and ever and ever. That's always, uh, that's always the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby's, Shelby's mad. is like working on security for bots. Bot security people. Whoever those people are. They're the most influential. I think you... The correct answer to your question, whoever's working on it, is nobody. <laughs> it's like nobody is working on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Question number 13 for both of you, Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Instagram. Question number 14 for both of you, Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Christmas. Question number 15, Abby, just for you. Do you plug your nose when you jump in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> really? What are you, four years old? <laughs> I'm not going to I hate swimming, actually. That's usually a layup question where everyone confidently says, no, I don't. <laughs> well, then. Question number 16 for both of you. Favorite Jordan model? Oh. Ten. Oh. Eleven. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> always got a one up, huh? Question number one dollar. <laughs> Question number seventeen for both of you: Would you rather go a half size up or a half size down? Up, up. Interesting. I got fat feet. So <laughs> I should probably go half a size up anyway. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Question number eighteen. This is a big one. You can take as long as you need for both of you. Who is the greatest raptor of all time? Oh. oh, oh, oh. No pressure. Kyle Lowry, baby. <laughs> Did you say Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Oh, I thought, hold on. I thought the question was rapper of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Yo, he has <laughs> an album out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you haven't heard his album? It's crazy. Yeah, like, where have you been? <laughs> all right. Shelby yeah. was on that. How are you not supporting your friend? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> the answer is Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I think I think it's coming around for me as well to be mm. that answer. I agree. <laughs> uh, question number nineteen: Rain or snow? Snow. Snow. Question number twenty: What is your number one grail? Mm. The Serena Air Max ninety sevens. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. yeah, those are those a lot. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Abby, what about you? Right now, the Ben and Jerry Dunks. Oh, yeah. Those are tough, too. Dunk. <laughs> we had lots of conversations about those, me and Abby. Uh, that was That's a very good shoot. Question number 21. Would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top ten? <laughs> yeah, yo, this was tough, too, man. It is tough. Probably number one grail. True. That's a good answer. Grail. True. Wow, Abby was quick with the trigger on that she one. Nice. Dunks, she she the dunks. Dunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think that may have been the longest 21 guestions ever. So, ladies, I do want to congratulate you for that. Sorry. That's impressive. <laughs> we have several hours of space Don't on the memory sorry. card. Don't be sorry. We have tons We're of time. We're That's good. No, I'd, I'd rather that than just, like, blurting out answers, right? We don't want people doing that. Yes. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into uh, Make Way, I do want to just really quickly get into your sneakers uh, past, essentially. So really quickly, we'll start with Shelby again. What got you into sneakers in the first place? Like, how did you end up here? So I got into sneakers just by playing basketball. I think that was like my first introduction um, when I started taking basketball more seriously the sneaker game became more serious and it was very much like on court focused for me. So mm. it was like about what shoes I was going to play in. And then as I became more of a serious basketball player, I was working on the mornings, working on the evenings and I would just start wearing sweatpants all day because what's the point in, you know, in getting into real clothes when you're just going to go back into basketball clothes. And that's kind of like when the off court sneaker um, game started for me of like wanting to have, dope sneakers you know kind of carrying that to like all facets of my life so for me it was definitely definitely started with basketball that's sick i wish i had a cool story like that yep. i don't i'm not uh, that good at basketball yeah i'm not that good at basketball <laughs> um speaking of not that good at basketball abby <laughs> what got you into sneakers self-deprecating for a minute um so Speaking of not being good at basketball, uh, I did watch a lot of basketball growing up and was obsessed with 90s basketball culture. My entire family was into basketball. I tried very hard to play basketball for the years. Um, and my favorite players, obviously Michael Jordan, but Brent Hill and Anthony Hardaway were like my guys. Mm. It's also around the same age that I was getting into basketball too. They both had their shoes. I thought that was really cool. I needed to have them. Um, and that's how I started kind of like paying attention to footwear and paying attention to to how you could wear it again outside of playing basketball because I again didn't want to play basketball that much but I would love to wear my shoes because I wanted to show them off in the schoolyard um, so yeah that's kind mm -hmm. of how it started that's awesome nice so we've kind of mentioned it we've kind of alluded to it a lot in the episode but sneakers is kind of hard right now uh 2020 has been tough for sneakers 2020 and leading up to 2020, it's been harder and harder to get sneakers. It's becoming more and more mainstream. Um, it seems like it's causing, causing more and more headaches than it ever has. But with all that said, we're all still doing it and we're all still interested in it. So uh, we'll start again with Shelby really quick. Uh, what's keeping you into sneakers? Why are we still doing this even though it's the biggest headache it's ever been? Why are you still here? Uh, I think I'm still here for like the nostalgia of it. It has like an emotional connection for me. And so that's ultimately what keeps me. And then... Anybody who says they're into sneakers likes the chase. Like, we're all still here because we <laughs> like to chase the thing. If it was easy to get, if you could get yeah. every pair yep. that you wanted right away, you wouldn't be here. Let's be honest. Straight up. Yeah, we play, um, we play hard to get. Me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, sorry, Abby, I cut you off. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, same for me on the nostalgia front. I think um it's just always been something that's been part of my life through my cousins my older brother my you know guys i used to date when i was younger everybody's always into sneakers so it just seemed it's always been part of my ecosystem i think what's keeping me here too <clears throat> is more so about like just how much things have changed and like the innovations like i talked about the ispas earlier on the show and they're a little crazy but mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with them. Like the the fact that like there is a whole department within Nike 
who was trying to make a shoe that could withstand like all of the elements and, and, you know, take you from a post-apocalyptic world and help you survive is pretty insane to me. So I think that from a tech perspective, I'm like just geeked out on that. Abby, if uh, high school Abby saw that you wanted those ISPAs, what do you think high school Abby would say to you? <laughs> she probably would think I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know that Abby hasn't changed. I like that. That's very good. <laughs> okay, let's get into the nitty gritty now. The reason you're here, aside from you guys loving us to death. Um, you guys are starting this joint venture, this scary new thing, but this exciting new thing. Why don't you guys just give us a brief like intro um, into what you guys are planning to do next month. It's a month away now. November is your uh, projected opening, as you have Don't said. Us. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they hang up from this call, they're going to go back and get it to work, I'm sure. Well, Abby said she's <laughs> going to go to sleep, but Shelby's going to get to work. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> what uh, give us like the skinny, give us the rundown on what's going on here. So basically, Makeway is going to be a sneakers, streetwear, and things boutique for women by women. Um, I think we've felt a little left out of sneaker culture for a really long time. I think there's never really been that many places for us to shop. There's not really been a lot of places that have catered to the way we want to shop, the way we want to look. And so we ultimately feel like it's that time. I think the brands have done such a good job of really pushing all in on women's and making it a priority. There's so many great women's colorways coming out, mm-hmm. so many great collections. You know, they're pushing all in on women, on female athletes and their collabs. And the retail experience has just sort of lagged behind with the exception of a couple of, let's call them exceptions, like the community 54s of the world and a couple of stores that are over in Europe and um, different places like very far away from Canada. Um, and we just feel like it's time. And I think the other essential part of what we want to do is build a place for women to come together, for women to celebrate each other and meet up and come together and learn from each other and, you know, just gather. I think we're sort of used to having to do that on our own and us being able to build a place and a hub for people to come and do that, um, discover new brands, discover new people. Um, it's just really exciting. And so a huge part of what we want to do besides give women access to sneakers and a really cool retail experience that was made for them is like bring the women that we know and love together, give nice. them a place. Mm-hmm. I Did I miss anything else? <laughs> no, I think the one thing I would add though, is <clears throat> that like, you know, sneaker culture often can feel incredibly intimidating and for new people. And as long as sneaker culture continues to feel that way, women will never really feel comfortable or Mm -hmm. safe in those, in those conversations. Like I'll be in sneaker talks and I, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, which is, you know, like I, I, the same, you know, when I talk about basketball, sometimes I feel like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't be in these spaces. I don't want women to feel like that anymore. And young girls who are trying to get into this world because they do have a space and they do have opinions and, you know, like the feminine culture and and female culture is starting to inspire the sneaker culture as well. Yeah. Straight up. You know, the different collaborations coming out um, and the different colorways, some of the new, the new um, like floral, you see more and more florals as Mm -hmm. it goes and not because it's a trend. It's because there's like a lot of females are, that's, that's something that was taken from female culture and they're using it a little bit more and it's being, it's almost being adopted by male culture. So it's interesting to see 
how the differences are um, and how open the culture is starting to become. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. I just almost almost want to end the episode there because that was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I yeah. love everything about that. But we will soldier on. I'll do my best to hold back my tears because that was absolutely stunning. I'm amped. I'm super yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was good enough for me, but I want more. So who came up with the name? Like, what's the name meant to represent? Make Way is... It's a cool name. It's a creative way. Well, when you say it, you don't necessarily think sneaker boutique, it obviously doesn't scream. I mean, none of them really do. But what? Um, what? What's the name meant to be? You're both smiling, so there must be a cute little story here. But uh, what's the the history behind the name? So I had a name for it originally that everybody hated. Apparently, after we changed the name, everybody told me they didn't like the original name, which was like really great. What? <laughs> Ooh. Can we get the sneak peek of what the original name was? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's an awful name for a sneaker store. Maybe, maybe not the grave. We're gonna put it away for now. Maybe we'll bring it out in some type of creative way in the future. In a t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. We were like trying to change, then actively trying to change the original name, and going through all of these brainstorm activities both in person and just like randomly texting each other throughout the day like we would just be like what about this like what about this and you go through those like rabbit holes of like you know names and concepts and feelings and I think we had sort of this you know obviously the name needs to sound cool it had to like give us a feeling and when I thought of Mac House there was like a gut feeling and when Abby started Rise Tribe like there was a gut feeling to the name that like spoke to you and it spoke to what you wanted to do and none of the words and the phrases we were coming up with were hitting in like any type of way. And so we were going back and forth and we were both separate at our houses and we were watching, I don't know if it was a, was it an NBA playoff game or was it a W playoff game? No, no, it was an NBA game. Okay. It was a rap, wasn't it a rap game? Weren't you already in the bubble? No, I was home. So it wasn't a rap game. So we were both sitting at home. Um, watching playoff basketball and there was a WNBA commercial that came on and one of the phrases in the commercial was make way and I was like whoa that's it so I picked up my phone to text Abby and at the same time I was picked up my phone to text her she called me she was like make way I was like that's what I was calling <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's cool yeah. jeez <laughs> yeah, that's jeez I, I think I screenshotted it when it happened because I'm like, I feel like this is going to be a thing that we're going to have to tell over and over and over again. No, that's a, that's an amazing. Yeah, no. Just, yeah, they crazy. they found a way to follow so up the good. first answer to my question to find a better answer to the second question. Yeah, I'm scared to ask the third question now. Um, you might just like pass out. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better and better. Um, my next question, and it might be a tough one, is like, why now? Because, like, aside from, like, super much, like, a ton of excitement when I saw it, like, I, especially when I found out it was you guys behind it, um, my question was, like, it's it's such a scary time and there's so much, like, uncertainty in the world and, like, these brave ladies are like, no, we're going to open a fucking store. Like, let's let's go. Um, like, why now? Why was the decision now? It, was this, like, has this been, a, like, a long-standing thing that's been going on? Like, you mentioned the name just happened during the bubble, like during this season. So it must be a newer thing. Like, is there a reason that you're like, this is the time? I think, um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Cause you started it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, 
I, we had intentions of this opening in June, like before the world just like totally imploded on yeah. us. And so, uh, and it was under the other name. So thankfully that didn't happen because apparently <laughs> that would have been terrible. But um, the original intentions for it were, was June. And I think, honestly, I, I wish I had some amazing explanation for you. That's when we started Mac House. That's like sort of towards the end of the NBA season when I actually start to have a little bit more time than I would during the season. And so I think the summer is always like a fun time to do new things and people are out. People are, you know, wanting to just be out and do things and try out new things. So I thought that was a good time. And then so with the pandemic and as things started to flow, I think I don't know. We just felt like it was the right time. I think, you know, COVID has changed so many things and mm-hmm. it's changed our world in so many different ways. And mm-hmm. so many people and co- businesses are suffering, but we're also seeing a lot of businesses succeeding. And we're also sure. seeing a sort of shift in retail culture. We're seeing a shift in spending habits. And I believe that people are going to spend on things they believe in. And I think people are going to spend on things that build culture and build community. Um, and so I think now is like the perfect time to when people just want to be together and want to find a place that they can be with other people um, in a safe way. Obviously, I think this is a time for something like this. And, you know, it just it felt right. And I wish I had some great analytics and business numbers for you, but <laughs> we're just rolling for it. I opened my first business in the middle of the NBA finals. And so it's hard to take that up a notch. So like, why not do it, do it during a pandemic? <laughs> Uh, we've spoken like at length on the podcast about like it's not your followers it's who who's following you Mm -hmm. like it's like that kind of mindset where it's like it doesn't matter how much community you have it matters how strong it is and like that's more important than ever especially now like in the pandemic world um and i like just the way that you guys are speaking about it and the way you want to build it from the ground up like i don't want to say it's it's meant to succeed and it's going to be good and perfect forever but it is that's all I. that's it um, <laughs> like i just love the the mindset you guys have behind it like it's a similar thing that we have going on with canada got soul where we want it to be very community um grassroots based and like you can't fail when the community grows with you mm-hmm. so like that's just that's like still having a hard time coming to words because this is really good i like this a lot mm-hmm. um what are you most excited for i want to know both of you guys what's the thing that like before you go to bed at night and you're like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Like, what's that one thing? Because there's always that one thing. Like, what are you most excited for with this new project? Uh, I think for me, it's like, I love meeting new people and I love connection. And I'm Mm. really excited about women from Calgary, women from Vancouver and Halifax to just be able to like purchase shoes without having to pay a duty. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what this is for, but I have $41 of duties I have to pay. And I'm like, I don't even know what I bought, but I know that I got it from the States and I know that like, I don't want that to ever happen to, to me again. Yeah. But I, I'm excited that like we're providing, we're actually, we're providing a bit of a service to female sneakerheads who just want to purchase shoes at regular prices. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a underrated answer. I'll say it like that because it's not the first thing that would come to mind, but that's like, I mean, yeah, every sneakerhead in Canada absolutely hates that about everything about sneakers is you have to pay a duty. It's like, yeah. this is how much the shoe costs, but it's also in USD. So what's the conversion? And then what's the tax? And then what's the shipping? And then what's the duty? And then you'll see it in four weeks. Like, that's, it's awful. It's terrible. Uh, Shelby, what about you? What are you most excited for? I'm honestly just excited for like the physical space. And I know that's like in the COVID world, we're not going to see like the full um, fruits of that 
in the early days because we're going to have limits and, you know, obviously safety is like our first priority, but I'm just really excited to have a space and for the programming that we're going to do and the ways that we're going to bring women together and um, that the programs are going to run, the parties we're going to have. Like, I just think we're going to do a really cool and good job of, of making sure that the space has life and the space has purpose. And so I think that's what I'm most excited for is the physical space and like what we can do in there. We said it, I think, well, we see it like every week, every sneakerhead's secret slash public dream is to have their own sneaker store and you guys are doing it. So, I mean, like, I can't say, I love this. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. I'm going to vicariously live through you guys because I love everything about it. Um, yeah. But this is one thing I'm not envious of you. Uh, what are you most nervous about? Because there's a lot of things coming, uh, some stuff you're not going to expect, some stuff you are hopefully planning for. What are you most nervous about with your new project? Go ahead, Abs. She wants to hear your fears know. first. I don't know. Like, I honestly, I don't know if it's nervousness. Like, cause like, I'm just excited. Like I'm more excited than nervous. If that makes sense. Like I'm not a, I'm a fail. Like a, I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm no, not like, I'm not, not like afraid that. to fail. Yeah. Straight up. Yes. I like, know that I work super, super hard at things and, Failure to me doesn't exist because it's always going to be just a stepping stone to mm-hmm. something else. Like I'm not necessarily nice. nervous, and I also have Shelby, who is like Shelby. So <laughs> nice. that's a winner. She's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> she got the ring to prove it. Yep. <laughs> I haven't broken that out yet for you guys, but <laughs> not yet. I promise it exists. We believe you. I, I like I said, I saw you in the parade, so I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you most nervous? Uh, for in your upcoming project, Shelby? I'd say I have two things that keep me up at night. The first one is my own expectations. So I, I have very high expectations. I always have a very clear idea of how I want things to be. And even when something's good, if it doesn't match up to my expectations, that can be like disappointing to me. And so I just really, I have a clear vision in my head and I mean, I've done a lot of work and we know what this can be. And I just really am want it to be that. And so I wouldn't say I'm scared, but like, I'm very attached to that, I would say. And then the second thing is just like any business person, like you're like, what if this just fails? Like, you know, <laughs> There's been so many great ideas. There's been so many good things that have opened and closed. And yeah, like, and I don't think that's going to happen. I truly don't. Cause I wouldn't be doing it if I thought it was, but like any business owner, like you're just scared. Like what if the worst case scenario happens? Mm-hmm. What if there's a pandemic? Like, who knows? <laughs> honestly, like, I think if you asked me this before the pandemic, it would be a very different answer. But I think because we've, been like as a whole have been resilient as people and humans like we've gone through like legitimately the worst of times and we've seen like humans come together people connect even more so people succeed more than they've ever succeeded people um finding new paths and being fucking badass at it i Mm -hmm. think Am I allowed to swear? It doesn't matter. Yeah, we have the explicit E on iTunes. Yeah, you're good. You're good. good. But but yeah, if that question was before the pandemic, I would be like, I'm scared to fail. I'm scared to do these things. But because we've kind of gone through the worst, it feels like, you know, we know we've we've been through it. So yeah, yeah. bring it on. It's already reared its ugly head. Safely and (laughs) from from a distance, bring it on, but like stay away a little bit. Kind of put a mask on. Six six kilometers away while you bring it on. Um, (laughs) I 
I don't know how to phrase this question except for the most blunt way. How do you, one, feel about men who enter for sneakers <sighs> that are made for women and enter raffles or buy sneakers that are made for women? Because it, we, it was brought up before and Shelby's already raising her eyebrows. She wants to start cussing. Um, and two... How about like, cause I always felt that brands saying this is an exclusive for women, like it's made for women. This is a women's release. And then they make it up to a size 19 women's. It's kind of like a cop out in a, in a sense. Um, so you don't have to speak on both of those things if you don't want to, but just in general, how do you feel about the whole women's sneaker specific, um, market and what needs to be done? How do you feel about it? And how are you guys going to make it any better? That's a lot of questions. Uh, I think for me, I've been pretty vocal about the women's raffles and seeing men in line. I think I get it. Sometimes you're legitimately purchasing for your girlfriend. Cool. Or your sister or whatever. But um, when it comes to reselling, that's when it really just irks me because these females are out there like really trying to just purchase shoes for themselves. Um, and and it, there needs to be a fairer system. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Shelby and I have talked at length on how do we, how do we provide a fairer system for, um, for, for women sneakerheads and sneaker enthusiasts, people who or people who just want to get into sneakers, like you know, the, the term sneakerhead is almost so like elitist that like mm. females and women who aren't in it feel like they can't even really claim that term, and that's okay. And we want people to be able to like discover this world because we love this world so much that we want to we want to show it to other people. Um, mm. So, I mean, the answer is I don't like. I mean, we'll do our best to. <laughs> to avoid that and to prevent that from females. But uh, we know that there will be issues with that and we're okay with that. I think we're, we know that's a challenge and we're, we're, we're working very hard to figure that out. Um, but from a women exclusive line answer in that regard, I mean, if it's a women's only, it shouldn't go up to size 19. <laughs> uh, men have had like, we've been trying to I've been trying to get men's releases forever and I have a size seven women's foot and like it's impossible for me so like just let us have it like have let, yeah. let us have it yeah. for once, you yeah. know, is where we're at mm-hmm. I think like my I'm a I'm a eight men's nine and a half women I gotta be careful what I say because <laughs> I buy a lot of men's sneakers I won't lie but I think it's it's difficult because we don't have that much in the sneaker world mm-hmm so when it's actually made for us and luckily the women's collaborations are coming faster and quicker than ever yeah. more volume. And that's amazing. So I think if we get to this point where it's actually easy and accessible for women to get sneakers, then sure. Like you guys can come on in in the same way that I buy men's sneakers, but when they're, they come in such limited runs and they come so infrequently, um, I have a problem with it. And and I think it's up to people like us to make that system more fair because, you know, right now in Canada, if you're dropping a women's sneaker, like where are you dropping it that women that is actually made for women where there's that network of women who are going to come and buy it. So, you know, I think that's up to us and I think that's up to whoever comes after us because, you know, we may be one of the only now, but we don't want to be the only that's, Mm -hmm. that would be very um, short sighted of us. I think that'd be very, just very problematic of us to feel that way. Like we want there to be multiple women's sneaker stores in the country and in in North America. Like that is what we want and what we strive for. And yeah, I agree. Like, I just think that at some point I'm not mad at it because I get it. We all want sneakers, but if we can get to the point where women have equal access to men, then sure. Let's everybody buy everything. 
but right now it's not equal and right mm-hmm. now it's not fair. And yeah. so until that happens, then yeah, like let us have it. And whatever cast offs we have, we'll give them to you in the same way that whatever cast offs from the men's ones we get. So yeah. it's like kind of fair, you know? Mm-hmm. Straight. Uh, just to like touch on something that Abby said that I think we've mentioned many times before, like the barrier to entry to sneakers in general, like she said, a sneakerhead is like a very elitist term. Like you're like almost excluding people by saying you are a sneakerhead. You are not the barrier to entry to be a quote unquote sneakerhead is already pretty high. And the barrier to entry to be a female sneakerhead is infinitely higher Yeah. because imagine be like, I've know that working in sneaker retail for so long that as even just a, a regular person, like if a guy walks into a store and he's like, Oh, do you have these Yeezys or whatever? And you have to explain like, no, it's this, that, whatever. Like it's hard to get into it because it's hard to even get going. If you're a female sneakerhead trying to get it or a female interested in sneakers, a female sneaker enthusiast coming into a store, all you see is all these pink sneakers and baby blue sneakers and all the cool and all the cool stuff has already been snatched up and resold and often goes for even more because it is still so much more exclusive than other releases that are coming out. Like it's getting much more frequent now. It seems like we're on like a monthly basis, which is still not even close to enough, but we're getting there. It used to be on a yearly basis. So we're getting somewhere, but like, like you said, like it needs to be more frequent and it needs to be somewhere where it's easier to access, easier to feel included. And I think that a store like this is absolutely what we need. The second thing I wanted to say is all those guys who are like, well, this is, what do you mean you're excluding the male from this shoe? Where's the male exclusive releases? Every shoe release is a male exclusive. Re- I don't understand <laughs> yep. what is hard to understand yeah. that every shoe release is a male shoe exclusive release. It's mm. not. Anyways, I don't want to get into all that. We've done this a lot of times. We're not going to get into it again. But I appreciate everything you guys said. It's all ringing very true and ringing yeah. to everything we've said before. Um, to put a bow on all of this, in a year from now, in two years from now, in 10 years from now, whatever, when you put your head down onto your pillow and you look back at what's going on, what has been, whatever it may be, What's one thing you hope to accomplish? What's one goal that you hope to see come to fruition in your time? Just one, when you lay your head down and say, ah, I did that. What is that? I mean, I want, I want a make-way shoe. She wants to collab. So do I. <laughs> Too bad you can't have it. It's a women's exclusive. I can get it for Kaya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only goes up to a size ten and a half, ladies, sucker. I'm good with that. <laughs> a collab well, you know, is, yeah. You guys were like our first podcast. There's some, um, there's some sentimental, emotional value to that. Oh, I'm hella emotional right now. Don't oh my god, started. We're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the list. Size nineteen, just for you guys. <laughs> yes, I'm really excited. I mean, they got Mac House next door, so they can. They can already start with the, they can show all the brands like, this is what the shoe can look like. Look, I just painted it myself over at Mac House. This is what I want. Don't worry, I got, we got ideas. Exactly. <laughs> They're dripping with ideas. Yep. Abby, what's one thing you want to accomplish? Uh, it's like more of a scene. <laughs> so a scene. I texted Shelby one day and I was like, isn't it going to be cool in like five years from now when Melody Asani's giving me a glass of champagne and we're twerking <laughs> and we're like, and Rihanna's in the room and she's like, <laughs> it was like more was like this moment of like being 
in the same conversation as like the sneaker streetwear in the female world. Mm. So I think it was just like that vision of like, why wouldn't we be able to? Facts, right? Facts. Basically, right. that scene right now is me and Abby eating <laughs> deli sandwiches and drinking sweaters. Sweaters <laughs> 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 in our living room, planning planning a sneaker store. It works. Cool. Hey, but you gotta look forward to these moments as much as you look forward to the Rihanna cheers of Chardonnay. Should to be honest, they right. both matter exactly. just the amount, yeah, the same amount. Ladies, um, before oh. we finish up, I have one story for you guys that I was thinking about today that I thought I need it. I would share with you guys because you guys probably don't remember this at all. Yeah. So, so I feel like basketball sneakers and sneakerheads are like two very different cultures and things. And so I grew up in like the basketball sneakerhead world, and that's sort of the sneaker world that I still exist in. And only since Mac House have I really feel like I've become like a more traditional sneakerhead and like you know, gotten into some of those circles. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a sneaker event. I don't know what it was. Abby, you'll remember because it was I was there with you. And this was probably right when I first opened Mac House or I was about to open Mac House. And we Abby asked me if I wanted to go with her. And it was at the community center on the corner of um, Bathurst and Dundas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kicking it. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, kicking, just it. kicking it. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. You remember that? I yeah. think I so, snuck Abby into that event. Because I was thinking about this the other day because again, like my sneaker experience and, and I didn't I'm not from here, so I didn't grow up here. I didn't grow up in sneaker culture here. So I've never felt like super welcome or included here. And Abby was like, You wanna come to this? And I was like, oh, Okay, cool, I guess I'll go. And I like walked in and I was like, Oh, this is like a lot. Like this is like not <laughs> I had really experienced and I was like kind of intimidated in a weird way. And I don't ever feel like that. Intimidation is not a, a, an emotion I thought that I was capable of having. But I was like walked in and I was really intimidated. And I was like, this is like these people are like kind of big deals. And like they have all these sneakers and everybody's like talking about things. And there was like a real like networking community feel that I just like didn't feel like I was a part of at all. And you, all of you guys were there. And I remember talking to all of you. And I don't remember meeting anybody else at that event, but you guys. And I remember how, like, welcome you guys were. You guys were so dope. We chatted it up. We talked about Raptors. Like, we talked about a bunch of different things. But that was, like, my first, like, real, like, sneakerhead <laughs> proper Toronto experience. And, like, all I remember about it was you guys. And, like, mm-hmm. so I just want to appreciate that. Because I know this world, like Abby said, can be a little elitist. And I've always felt like you guys have been the total opposite of that and so i thought of that today when i was when i was thinking about doing this tonight i just wanted to share that with Jeez. you guys it was, a really, it was like a really nice moment and it was something that i really appreciated so shout out to you guys for you know doing things differently and not sort of falling into those those traps of of you know making this just for a few people and really wanted to make it for all so you know we appreciate that can you, you have tissue that tissue box over there <laughs> just like you're really trying really to make quick. us cry right now so the first answer <laughs> was like dope. The second answer, we texted each other same name, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that story. I mean, we have to end the episode and never do another episode. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're done. retiring from <laughs> Thank you for listening right to the final episode. Yeah. <laughs> 142 is a good number. It's a round number. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Ladies, this was absolutely lovely. We wish you literally and figuratively nothing but the best yeah um we hope to have you guys back maybe in a year from now once you're a year deep 
or before definitely before like a also. month from now yeah but like after it's open you know we want to hear the stories we want to hear about how melody asani showed up on the first date of the opening all that yeah. stuff um how rihanna was held up at the line yeah, yeah. you're like rihanna you gotta wait beyonce's in there right now yeah. like <laughs> rihanna just she that's so rihanna honestly so like rihanna. she needs to relax um <laughs> Rana, I'm sorry that I, that, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> She's a friend of the show. Don't worry. She knows our humor by now. We're good. Um, <laughs> ladies, like I said, this was beautiful. Thank you infinitely for this. And everyone, yeah. sorry, shout out the, uh, the Instagrams for you guys and for Make Way real quick so everyone knows where to find you, when to find you, et cetera. Um, at sh- or, oh shoot, I was just going to say the wrong thing. So <laughs> I know. At makeway.co. Um, I'm at Shelby L. Weaver. I'm at Abby Albino, spelled like albino. <laughs> I still, in my mind, pronounce it albino, just in case you were wondering. Anyways, thank you, ladies. Thank you to everyone who has supported and or been a part of the podcast. Wherever you're taking in this episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. We've got a Facebook group that uses a forum, sell stuff, and connect with you guys called CGS Talk. You can find it on facebook.com slash groups slash cgs.talk. We've also got a website we use for reviews, recaps, stories, and much, 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 much more called canadagotsold.ca. Do not forget to use hashtag Canada got sold on Instagram for a feature. How many is it now? Like 180,000 on Instagram? No big deal. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I have been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at L Doggy Styles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J O underscore D three O's N E Y. My name's Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M I S T R Q N M R. Shelby, one more time. Say it for the people in the back. Where can they find you? At makeway.co, at Shelby L. Weaver. At Mac House. Is that at the answer? Abby. At Mac House. Sorry, Abby, what's yours? You mumbled it. Who even cares anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think you've made a lot of fans this podcast. You can find Abby, Abby at A B B Y A L B I N O. Nice. Nice. She's going to use that. Please go to the Makeway website email subscription so we can send you all the updates so yes shopmakeway.co shopmakeway.co sign up for the newsletter you can put in make make fake emails do everything get all the emails in there put your moms in there signing kaya up put your cousins in there put everybody all your female co-workers everybody's email thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 142 episodes and please remember to rock your kicks this has been true to size shelby weaver and albie albino at makeway.co and we have been true to size and we are out peace real though like i'm gonna cry that was really fun ladies that was really that was good so good that was like that story was like you love that that was fun what abby are you sure it's not albino you might be right <laughs>